listen, the explosive words and sounds of the Star Wars context system. Imagine yourself in the movie. I sense a disturbance in the Force. May the Force be with you. You join us. You will be a Jedi, I promise. You have been well trained. You haven't experienced Star Wars until you've experienced ComTech. Figures come with chips, readers sold separately, batteries not included. It's your universe. Welcome everyone from across the universe to the Wampa's Lair Podcast. Star Wars is for everyone, so pull up a chair, get comfortable, and join the conversation with your hosts, Carl LeClaire and Jason Hunt, here in the Wampa's Lair. And welcome back to another episode of the Wampa's Lair Podcast. This is episode number 398. Check your toy pulse. I'm, as always, one of your hosts, Jason Hunt. And with me, the Captain Tarples to my Jar Jar Banks, we have Carl LeClaire. Now again, Jar Jar, you start going to the bosses. You start big doo-doo this time. Oh, yeah. How <laughs> <laughs> Oh, welcome to Autogunga, Jason. Well, thank you. It's a little wet outside, but, you know, I managed to make it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, uh, we were going to have a new episode of Star Wars Lessons for you all this week, but unfortunately, my my guest had to kind of, um, well, basically just couldn't make it tonight. So, uh, she's going to join us uh, next month for another version of Star Wars Lessons. So we're just going to put the uh, the Star Wars Lessons on the back burner until we get to November because I'm really excited to have her on. Um, but that means that Jason and I just get to do a little bit of a, a kind of a fun catch-up episode this week. And there's obviously been all these like really fun, exciting new toy announcements through Hasbro Pulse. So we kind of want to tackle some of that. Um, but we also have a few other things we really want to discuss on the show tonight pertaining to some new projects we're going to be starting here um, on the show. Um, But before we get into all of that stuff, Jason, we had a poll from last week's episode where we asked people who their favorite dark side user was. And uh, we got some incredibly interesting responses and some incredibly, oh yeah, responses. Uh, Yes, indeed. Uh, We had quite a bit. So uh, let me dive right into it. Uh, in fifth place, with one vote each, um, we have Darth Zana, the second sister from Jedi Fallen Order, Revan, Quinlan Voss, uh, and Count Dooku slash Lord Tyrannis. Um, in fourth place, with two votes each, we've got Kylo Ren, Darth Nihilus from the Old Republic, or Knights of the Old Republic, excuse me. Uh, I can't remember if that's one or two. And I know there's people out there screaming at me that they know what it is. Sorry, Kyle Baca. Um, and then, of course, uh, also uh, in fourth place, two votes, we have Asajj Ventress. So nice to see that she made the list. Uh, in third place with three votes, this was an unex- unexpected one. I did not even consider this one. It's Dark Ray. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised by that one. 
Yeah, that one was interesting, and it got three votes, so that's uh, quite in uh, unique for us. But um, then we've got uh, second place with six votes each. We've got both Darth Maul and Palpatine. Uh, you know that's where my vote went. Um, and I don't really need to say why, because everyone knows I love Palpatine. Um, and then in first place, probably to no one's surprise, with ten votes, we've got Darth Vader. So, and uh, that's where your vote went, correct, Carl? Yeah, uh, it's uh, he. You know, he's kind of a big deal in Star Wars, Darth Vader. So, um, a little. And while and while there's obviously so many awesome dark side users in the story of Star Wars, I mean, the reason I cared about the dark side in the first place was Darth Vader. So, it's got got to be my favorite. He's got some of my favorite dark side um, powers too. While we've seen lots of cool dark side powers, I mean. It's still so cool to me uh, when he one of my favorite for, like dark side force moments is when he just chokes Admiral Ozel just by looking at him on his big TV screen. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's so good. Um, and uh, and I oh, love the fleet has moved out of life. We were preparing to. Oh! <laughs> you have failed <laughs> me for the last time, Admiral. Um, that is, by the way, the line that I keep trying to get my partner to say to me. I always say to her, I'm like, can you please say you failed me for the last time, Admiral? She always goes, I'm not going to say that. She goes, I don't want you to fail me. I was like, it's just for fun. (laughs) But but she won't say it and that's fine. (laughs) Um, but yeah, yeah. So many good dark side powers. I feel like they're a lot more fun than light side powers in in a, in a very simplistic way, right? Like kids always gravitate to, uh, I feel like like the villains, the dark side users. I remember I had a friend who had a couple kids, and when they were growing up, they got really into Star Wars. And her one son's favorite character was Darth Vader. Her other son's favorite character was Darth Maul. Um, and she was like, "What about Luke and Han?" They're like, "No, I like Darth Vader." <laughs> you know, um, that's so cool. Yeah. I mean, so, but yes. uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, thank you, everyone, for chiming in uh on on the poll we've got a matchup and a very exciting matchup for you uh for the end of 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 the episode so stick around for that also at the end of the episode jason we are trucking right along with the a new hope radio drama Um, we are up to episode nine rogues rebels and robots um so if you've been following along for that you know stick around after after the show for the the ninth episode of the radio drama we're we're making our way around the bend. Um, and once we finish, you and I will finally sit down and talk about it for an entire episode, which I can't wait to do. <laughs> yes. going to be very good. And remind me it's 12 or 13 episodes. It's 13. So we still have a few more weeks. Yeah. Um, Ugh. guess what else is around the corner, Carl? 400 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big deal. Yeah. Kind of excited about that too. Um, <laughs> just a little bit, but, uh, so if, if for those of you, if you if you follow us on uh, social media, specifically Twitter, you've probably seen um, the last couple of days now. I've been using the the Star Wars hashtag Star Wars Reads because um, October is Star Wars Reads Month. Every year, um, Star Wars encourages people to pick up a book and read. Um, obviously, because it's Star Wars sponsored, it's usually Star Wars books they encourage. Um, and it's been really fun. Like uh, it, just just in the last year or so, I've gotten. I've gotten into reading just just fun books for the fun of it again. Um, I've always enjoyed reading, but lately I've just been enjoying reading fun books, which means revisiting a lot of old Star Wars books. 
Um, so, um, I didn't, I didn't realize till just last week that it was star Wars reads month. So I have dedicated the rest of the month of October to just reading star Wars books. Um, I just finished Lords of the Sith, which I had reread again. Um, because uh, we're doing that. I have a a small group of friends. We have a star Wars book club. We've been doing a book usually every month. It's become more like every other because of life. Um, but before I read that, I'd also just reread courtship of princess Leia. Did you ever read that book, Jason? I think I read it years and years ago. So, um, but it's been a while. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of the old legend books. Um, it came out in, I believe 96. Um, and, uh, I mean, I remember loving it when I was a kid. It's the story ultimately how, um, Han and Leia get married. And there are a lot of problematic elements to that book. Don't get me wrong. Like Leia is so poorly characterized. Um, like, you know, reading it today, you're like, Oh my God, this is awful. Um, she, cause she's just so like, there's just no, the, the, the character development for her is so lacking. It's really just about Han and Luke. Um, and, and the new character is older. Um, but, uh, I will say Jason, there's one part of, there's two things in that book that I, that were really cool as I reread it. Um, and the first is right from the beginning of the book. When we first meet up with Luke, he's essentially just on a quest, like to uncover more about Jedi lore. Like he's trying to learn as much as he can about the Jedi because he has yet to start his Jedi Academy. So he's trying to learn as much as he can. Um, which is just a really fun element. And then there's a moment later in the book. Sorry, slight spoiler for a 20-year-old book here. Um, <laughs> but there's a moment late in the book where it's very similar to the moment in Rise of Skywalker where Rey, is, Rey has her communication with the Jedi who've gone before, right? So the whole point of that scene was to show Rey having this really deep, powerful connection with the Force um, through the Jedi of old, there's this moment in the courtship of princess Leia where Luke gets knocked out and he starts to come to, and he has this really like mystical experience of the force. And it's on the planet Dathmir. The courtship of princess Leia was the first book to ever go to the planet Dathmir. Um, and Luke has this really powerful experience where he like, he sees like the salamander and he has this experience of all the life around him resuscitating him back to life. And he realizes the force itself is calling him back to action. Um, and it's just, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so much like rise of Skywalker. Um, but it was a really, <laughs> really cool moment. Um, but you know, it, it was just, it was just such a fun book to read again. And, and again, it's, I mean, I probably have not read that book in 20 years. Um, so I had a blast with it. Nice. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. So that being said, I uh, something we're going to start here um, for the beginning of November. For anyone interested, we we have Jason and I have been pretty quiet about our Patreon for a while, mainly because we haven't been putting anything on it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so uh, apologies on that. And thanks to everybody who's still been um, part of that. Um, we, we just have three tiers on our Patreon. Um, the, the first tier is the $1 tier, which essentially just says you support the show. Um, and, uh, and again, like we will be sure to start reading off people's names who, who are new subscribers to that tier in the future. But something we're, we're starting just now is, um, I want to start a Wampusler book club. 
And the way that's going to work, since it is Star Wars Reads Month, what I'd like to do is if if you are so inclined, uh, there is a new tier on our Patreon. It's a, it's a $5 tier. And what we will do is as a, as a group, we will pick each month what Star Wars book we want to read. It can be an old Legends book. It can be a new canon book. Whatever folks feel inclined to, we'll do a vote each each month. And then um, there'll I'm going to make a Discord server. So if you don't have Discord, you'll have to download Discord. But it is a free program, so it's it's not going to cost you anything. Um, no. And I will make a Discord server where we can just do live chats on it. And then once a month, we'll actually get together on there for um, either a video or a voice call um, to just talk about the book we all read. So if that's something you're interested in, I would encourage you to check out our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Lair, and sign up to be part of the Star Wars Book Club. Uh, if you sign up for it this month, we also have some Wampus Lair Book Clubs uh, bookmarks um, that are going to come your way. So if you sign up to be part of the, the Wampus Lair Book Club, you will be getting yourself an... I mean, I know it's not much, but <laughs> it's a fun little uh, uh, Wampus Lair book, bookmark. And... Um, even if you're a new, uh, just one dollar subscriber, and you'd like a bookmark, all you got to do is sign up, and, uh, and and send us your address, and I'll be sure to mail you a, a Wampusler book bookmark. Because um, Jason, with everything going on in the world right now, there's nothing quite like just jumping into a fun Star Wars book and just having fun with it. Indeed, yeah. There, there's a, uh, a lot going on, and a little distraction might be in order. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously, like if if you're an audible type person and you just want to listen to these books rather than read them, because I know, like I know that's your kind of preferred method as of late, Jason, as you as you listen to books as opposed to read them. Um, mm-hmm. But but whatever you choose to do, uh, please know you can be part of the Wampusler Book Club, and we're going to do our first book um, since it's already the the second week of well, I guess it's still it's the beginning of October, but we'll probably do our first book discussion sometime early November. Uh, so if you're if you're interested in being part of that book club, just head over to our Patreon to sign up. Yes, indeed. So, and hopefully, hopefully this this uh, takes off. We're, we're we're looking forward to to trying to to revamp our our Patreon, and we've got some ideas um, for other things as well. But uh, this is where we're at right now. So. Yes. Uh, and uh, if we if we get around, if we get anything else up and running for that Patreon, we'll let you know as that happens. Um, but yeah, we're, we're looking forward to this and uh, hoping you guys will, will be interested in, in it. And uh, we'll obviously share all this on our social media as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So so hopefully that's something you might be interested in. Um, and like I said, if you are, go ahead and sign up and... Um, you know, probably probably sometime late next week, I'll put up the first poll. If 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 people have signed up to be part of this, if there's nobody signed up, we won't do it. But if if folks are signed up to be part of this book club, I'll put up the first poll. I'll I'll basically just pick a, a random group of books and people can vote on them. Um, and uh, if the group is very small, we can just talk about it together and discuss what we want to read and go from there. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how big and or small this is. Um, but I'm really hoping to get it started. I just. Uh, Book discussions are a lot of fun. I, I've been having some fun doing this with a small group of friends, and I was like, "This is some, this would be something really fun to do on the podcast." And be an opportunity to talk to some of you who take the time to listen to us regularly, and you know, and just and just talk fun Star Wars books. Indeed, so, indeed. Um, 
And then the last thing, and I apologize for all the announcements. Normally we don't do this on podcasts, but uh, uh, before we hop into some of the, the toy news, um, since it's October Reads, it's Star Wars Reads Month, we're also going to be doing a book giveaway. So I have a, a nice new copy of the new Star Wars Clone Wars book, Clone Wars Stories of Light and Dark. Um, and uh, we are going to be giving this away to somebody uh, here in the next few weeks. So uh, um, the, star, the, the Clone Wars Stories of Light and Dark book, just as, a, as an FYI, it is a, it's a basically a book that compiles um, a bunch of the, the most uh, like exciting episodes of the Clone Wars TV show and it puts them down in written form. And we get them from particular points of view. We get a story from Dooku's point of view, Asajj's, Anakin's, Ahsoka's. Um, they're all lifted right out of the, sh- the, the, the TV show, except for the very last chapter, which is actually written by Dave Filoni's wife. And it's a story about mother Talzin and it's, it's very exciting. Um, it's, it is a middle grade book. When I, when I first read the book, Jason, I was, I was, I didn't know that it was a middle grade book cause I was a little <laughs> disappointed. I was hoping for a little bit more, um, fleshed out storytelling. And that's not to say that they're bad stories. The stories are great. Um, but but it is a middle grade book, so it's a very fun and fast read if you're an adult. But if you have you know a kid at home or somebody younger, this would be something great to read together. Um, the art in the book is really cool. Um, I, it, it was it was a lot of fun to read. Um, so we have we have a copy we'd like to give away to you. And in, in in order to be entered to win a copy of the book, all you have to do is you have two options. You can either write a review for the show on on the iTunes store, or you can, um, I'm going to be tweeting about this, um, and then, uh, several times in the next couple of weeks, all you have to do is like the tweet and retweet it and you will be entered to win the book. So if you, if you want to do a, you know, do the Twitter game as well as write an iTunes review, feel free to do both and be entered twice. Um, and then in two weeks when we record our 400th episode, we will announce the winner of the book giveaway. Yes. So. If you want to uh, get in on uh, get in on this book, uh, either get you, get on your Twitters uh, or get on to iTunes and leave us a review ASAP because episode four hundred only two episodes away. So so true, so oof. true. Um, so it's yeah. exciting, yeah, it is exciting. Um, so yeah, that's that's it. I feel like I just threw a lot of information to people. Um, Help. I mean, if anybody's a new listener, I imagine you're no longer listening, but because <laughs> I swear we do, we do talk about Star Wars. Um, but uh, yeah, just just wanted to kind of uh, this worked out well because we knew we wanted to announce these things. I feel like it's easier just to say it on the show rather than do a bunch of social media posts, because I know a lot of you listening don't use social media, so um, you wouldn't even know about it. Um, I don't use that much at, at this point right now either. I'm kind <laughs> of on a social media hiatus uh, at this point. And probably will be until after November. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, well, you know, the, regardless of when you wait or not, you know, uh, social media has certainly a lot of merit to it, and it certainly has a lot of anxiety <laughs> attached to it. So, yes, it does. Um, Both and yes, so. but. Uh, yeah, so if you want to be entered into the to the Star Wars Reads book giveaway, all you got to do is, like I said, either retweet the tweet once we put it out or write us an iTunes review. 
Um, so I think that's it for the, for kind of the updates on the show. I think so. Because now what we want to talk about is we want to talk about some toys. Yes. Toys. Uh, We want to put this out there. We are not a collecting podcast. So basically what we're going to talk about is some stuff. They've, they've announced a lot of new stuff through Hasbro pulse. Um, and, and just, you know, announce, new waves of things that were coming out even, you know, outside of the exclusives that they've got on Hasbro Pulse, uh, which most of which I have been noticing have already sold out of the exclusive versions of some of these <laughs> figures. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's um, it's just one of those things where there's been a lot of news coming out, uh, probably because New York Toy Fair isn't actually happening this year. Um and uh, we're very excited because there's some really cool things coming down the pipe for Star Wars in terms of collecting. And uh, we just want to talk about it because, you know, who knows how much of this we'll actually get. But Carl and I both like at least looking at all the stuff. <laughs> the, the amount of times that you and I have just walked to convent the celebration exhibition floor and just gone, oh, that looks cool, yeah. is a lot. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Star Wars, uh, Star Wars toys. It's just, uh, you can't like, I mean, I can't, I shouldn't say you can't, I can't really separate my fandom from Star Wars toys. You know, even now, even in my mid thirties, like I still, I still get excited. Um, walking into that toy aisle at a, at a target or a Walmart. Um, sad to say no longer can do that at toys or us. Um, but, uh, you know, just that, that exciting feeling you get when you see a bunch of Star Wars stuff hanging on the pegs. And to be fair, Jason, I don't know what it's like where you are out in Arizona, but nine times out of 10, when I go to the targets near me, there's nothing. Um, and like, and increasingly so like you'll have like two or three things dangling from, from the pegs, you know, for the longest time it was DJ action figures <laughs> from last Jedi. Uh, lately I've seen a lot of the, the Sith trooper. Um, which I believe my, yeah, you know, so you, you see the same stuff whenever you go. Yeah. Um, for me, for me, it's the, um, the cell, uh, Yavin, the, the throne room, Luke, um, from a new hope and, uh, Janna. Mm, yeah. That's I all see, I see right yeah. I see Janna every now and then. I actually, I rarely see that Luke because I feel like it's a hot commodity around here. Um, but yeah, you know, I just, you know, before, before we started recording tonight, Jason, I had actually, while I was eating dinner, I was just watching old footage from like Star Wars mi- Toys R Us midnight releases, um, <laughs> specifically from the, the, the Phantom Menace days. Um, I did not, it's cause I, right. That was the first ever, um, midnight madness event was in 99 for Phantom Menace. Um, I was not mm-hmm. allowed to go and my mom didn't let me go. Um, <laughs> but just watching those videos, because um, I, you know, I mean, the first one I ever did was for Force Awakens, uh, Force Friday, and it's just so fun. And I just, I can remember when I was watching those videos, like I remember that feeling specifically on those big events. But even just, I don't know about you, Jason, but when I used to walk into Toys R Us, you know, between the ages of basically ten and fifteen. And I'd go mm-hmm. to that Star Wars aisle. There would just be like this rush feeling, like you could just feel it in your heart. Like there was just this excitement of like what's going to be there today. And yeah. I mean, 
from basically the period of 96 to the year 2000, which was when I was mostly getting all my Star Wars action figures to play with as a kid, um, they were always well stocked. Yes, sometimes there was a figure I was looking for that I couldn't find for a little bit, but there was always lots of them there to look at. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I just even even I don't mean this to be like I don't want to be like one of those curmudgeon old people. It's like, well, back in my day, <laughs> you know, um, because toy sales are just different today, right? Kids don't play with toys yeah. the way they did when you and I were younger or even, you know, when when the OT generation was younger. You know, toys right. just don't sell like they used to. It's not a Star Wars. That's not unique to Star Wars. It's just the truth of the toy market these days. Um, yeah. But that being said, like there's just such an, an, an exciting rush that you feel when you uh, just kind of like walk into that aisle and see them. And as much as I love like Hasbro Pulse and, and, and the ability to just sit at the comfort, which obviously right now with the pandemic going on, it's kind of more important to shop from home. <laughs> but um, be that as it may, like I don't purpose like I don't personally get the same rush and excitement of like walking down the aisle and seeing that figure you want, you know, like. Oh my gosh, I've mm-hmm. been looking so hard for the, you know, the, uh, Black Series Yoda. Oh my gosh, there he is. He's hanging on a peg. Like, it's just so much more satisfying than ordering it off Amazon. <laughs> so. Right. Yes. Yes, it is. So uh, there is the the level of the, the hunt that, uh, you know, that you go on when you're, you know, doing it in store and things like that. It's, it's. It's always like, oh man, well, I didn't find it at that Walmart. Maybe if I check the Target down the street, or how about Walgreens? Sometimes I've got things, you know, um, you know, things like that. And it's to be perfectly honest, though, I found that GameStop tends to have a better selection of anything. Yeah, um, yeah, or uh, you know, figures and stuff like that. So I'm, you know, that's where I got everything on um, Triple Force Friday just last year. I think that was just a year ago, like today or yesterday or something. It was very recent for when they did the. Triple Force Friday event for yep. Rise of Skywalker, Jedi Fallen Order, and oh my gosh, what was the third thing? Oh, Mandalorian. Oh. Duh. Yeah, Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> there was something else. It was huge. What was it? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember that. I went with a I went with a friend to Target. They had next to nothing, and then we ran to the Disney store at the mall. And of course, we walked in while there was that. I can't stand these people. I'm sorry, but somebody again like my age who had a cart full of everything. So there was yeah. almost nothing left on the shelf. And it's just like, come like on. Like they just walked by and just went yeah. into and you, the cart. And you're like, okay, I know I can find them on eBay now, but it's like for a market. Right. I just, ugh, I can't stand those people. If you're one of those people listening, I'm not sorry. Like, it's not cool. Like that's not for you to do. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, but anyway, we, but like you were saying, we went down to GameStop. They had everything, everything we were looking for was at GameStop. So mm-hmm. interestingly enough, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, anyway, I, I, I kind of derailed us there, Jason. I apologize. Um, oh, it's fine. But, uh, I, so Hasbro pulse, right. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of the 21st century way of securing your new star Wars. Um, yes. So, uh, like you said, you know, we, we don't want to go through every single thing that, you know, has, has been listed, but um what are the like what are the what are some of the pieces that are you're excited about coming down the pipe oh uh well there's definitely something i'm very very excited about because i already pre-ordered it and i don't normally pre-order things um you you can guess what this is carl because i told you i pre-ordered this this is the yeah. jar jar binks 
six inch black series figure. I'm so excited. We're finally getting Jar Jar in black series glory. What a beautiful figure it is too, right? Oh, it's amazing. And he comes with the, uh, the Gungan shield. He comes with the spear and the boomer. Oh, I'm so excited. And of course it's a Phantom Menace Jar Jar. So, uh, which makes me, that hits my, my, you know, my kid collector sensibility hard. Like it's like, cause I got really into collecting with the Phantom Menace. Um, you know, that was when that really, that bugs really started to hit and it was just like Jar Jar was everywhere at that point. And so I was just like, Oh man, it was a nostalgic <laughs> kick. To see him looking like, like that. And it's, it's probably the best figure I've ever seen made of Jar Jar period. So I'm very excited about that. I know you are and you should be. (laughs) Um, Like I said, already pre-ordered. So I'm getting mine whenever he's released. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's so interesting because, uh, you know, there are so many good figures that are coming out in this new wave. I mean, there's constantly new new black series figures. And I love that they're doing this vintage collection stuff too. Um, cause I love oh. the old vintage cards. They just look so great. Um, yeah. And that, that's the, uh, the line of the three and three quarter inch figures I get. I don't get the, the standard stuff anymore. I get the vintage stuff because it has all the articulation I like. So, yeah, uh, I mainly love them just for the card backs. I think they're such gorgeous looking cards. They, um, they have some good looking cards. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So, well, with the, like with all the new pulse stuff that came out just, I think last week, um, right. You and I, like, we only have so much money, like probably all of you listening, right? Like our, our resources are very limited. Um, so you can only kind of get a few things. Um, but when I saw that Jar Jar, I also got really excited and I probably not the same level of excitement as you. Um, but I was, cause you're right. Like it looks so good that it's so cool to get that Gungan shield. Um, he comes with, you know, the. I don't even know what these are called. The right, the things that they handhold to throw the little boomba balls. What are those called? Do you know? Um, I I don't know. I've, I'm sure there is a name, and I've just never known it. Yeah. So, but he has the yeah. you know, he has like the 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 pike as well. Like all the accessories you could think of. Um, my only the only thing that disappointed me on that figure, Jason, and I don't mean like mm. I don't mean this is a negative thing, but. Jar Jar is not smiling. Like he looks kind oh, of his, yeah, his face looks right. too like stern. Like it's just like that's not Jar Jar's facial expression. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on, get a little smile or sort of a shocked expression. Yeah, that is, I will agree. That is the one, <laughs> the one little quibble I've got with the figure. But everything else just looks absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Yes. The uh, the paint, uh, his his the the skin pattern, you know, for his paint design is absolutely spot on. It's amazing. So I'm very happy with it. Like otherwise, but I mean, he's, if you look from the side, I guess you could say there's might be like a little upturn, you know, to his expression, but it's not really, it's just, uh, yeah, he he kind of looking, looking right at you kind of like, Hmm. Um, but that is the only thing I I'm quibbling about this, this figure is that he's not smiling or got some sort of shocked expression on his face. Right. Yeah, and and it's it's a small thing, but yeah, that's yeah. Uh, it is such a good looking figure. But when I finally made the decision, I was like, you know what, I got to get that Jar Jar. It was sold out, like you said. Um, there yeah. are some third party websites that still have them available for pre order. Most of them, you're not going to get it till a few months later than the normal release, mm-hmm. um, but, which is where I got mine through. So yeah, and that's fine. So something that I just ordered 
um, through Hasbro Pulse. And by the way, I, I have to I have to give props to to my buddy Greg, uh, who's who's on Twitter at Ion Cannon, because uh, Greg Greg is the collector friend in my Star Wars circle. Like he's on top <laughs> of all that stuff. He knows when things are coming out. He knows where to find them, even if they are sold out in one place. Uh, mm-hmm. So so Greg was kind of the one that it's always keeping me up to up to date on these sorts of things. Um, but, uh, right. They're still doing a lot of these, uh, 40th anniversary empire strikes back things. Um, yeah. And I've started seeing the, seeing those hit shelves now. So yeah, at least around here. Yeah. Um, but they did a, a black, black series, six inch Wampa. And I was like, all right, I'm a host of the Wampas lair. I got to get this yeah. Wampa. Um, I have so many different incarnations of Wampas and I mean, he's going to be massive, obviously, you probably, mm-hmm. I think he's probably going to stand close to a foot tall, um, but it's going to look great right next to my podcasting table. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that thing's um, going to be like nine, ten, twelve inches tall. It's going to be, yeah, great, and, heavy too. I, I imagine it'll be a nice heavy chunk of plastic. Like you could yes. swing that around by his leg and knock a bad guy out if he came into your house. Well, years ago, I bought the Han and Tauntaun Black Series. Um, six inch. Oh, so nice. I'm not planning on spending the money to get the Luke version. My Wampa is going to freeze Han upside down. I don't care. <laughs> there, you there you go. Um, but at least I have a Tauntaun for him to, to maul. Um, Perfect. But yeah, no, I, I, I'm really excited about that, that figure. Um, what, what, if, what are these, what other one or other ones look exciting to you? Um, as far as the uh, the six inch line, uh, Cad Bane mm. is coming. Um, there is a Pulse exclusive where he comes with Toto 360, uh, but then there's just the standard version, which will be available everywhere uh, without Toto. Um, but Cad Bane in glorious six inch Black Series fashion is going to be fantastic. I'm very excited about that. Um, you know, everyone knows he's my favorite bounty hunter. Uh, Carl likes to make fun of me because, you know, he says Embo's the best and I disagree, but, um, most people disagree with me. I'm, I'm used to dealing with people who are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) See, that was me when it came to all the prequel stuff. So, uh, (laughs) but yeah, no, that's, uh, that's what I'm definitely excited about. Um, I'm not going to pre-order it. I think the only thing I'm probably going to pre-order is the Jar Jar. But when it starts coming out and hitting the shelves and conventions start happening again that I'm able to go to, you know, I, I'll be I'll be snagging the Cad Bane uh, eventually. So yeah, well, you know, I mean, like obviously, I always give you a hard time for for loving on Cad Bane, and uh, mm-hmm. um, I would say, I mean, I would argue he is probably the most probably one of the most popular bounty hunters in star Wars, except for maybe Boba Fett. Um, yeah. And Boba Fett just has the longevity. <laughs> um, right. But uh, this is a great looking figure. And even though like, I'm not a huge Cad Bane fan, if I saw this swinging on a peg someday, like I could see myself grabbing it. Cause it's just such a good looking figure. Um, yeah. And, and it just, to me, it's just exciting because this is a clone Wars character that we're getting a black series figure of. Um, you yeah. know, I mean, they they did a few of the Rebels characters a while back, but they haven't mm-hmm. really touched Clone Wars. Um, 
I mean, little bits here and there, but getting someone like Cad Bane, I mean, this really opens my heart up for hoping for an Embo at some point. I, I'm i not counting on it because, again, they're, I think it's pretty clear that the, the, the six-inch black series really are made, like, they're made for adult fans, right? You know, kids aren't buying these to play with. Um, folks are buying these to display more often than not. So mm-hmm. you're going to want to, you know, you're going to want to, since the toy market isn't great anymore, you're just going to want to mass produce things that you know are going to sell. Cad Bane's going to smell. You know, Embo will certainly have a lot of takers, but I feel like in a lot of ways I could see that character swinging on pegs. Um, but I would buy mm. them all just so he would never be lonely. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just imagine how cool that hat would look on a black series figure. Oh, his helmet is amazing. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't count, um, Embo out. Uh, you know, I, I, I still think, you know, he might, he might make an appearance down the road, uh, for, for black series, you know, once they get a lot of the, the more major characters out there, you know, yeah. He's popular enough and he's cool enough right? that I think it would be a great looking figure, but, um, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count it out. There's a page I follow on Instagram. I think it's just called Kuat Drive Yards. Um, it's just someone who does like custom Star Wars figures and they made a black series six inch Embo with, uh, Merrick. Um, and it looks incredible. I mean, it looks like something Hasbro would have made, um, so I messaged the person several times to just see if they like, if I could buy one off of them and they just never responded. So mm-hmm. it stinks. Like I would, I'd pay 50 bucks for that. I don't care. Like that'd be so cool to have. I love, I love yeah. Embo. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, that it is just like, but you know, going back to the source of this, it's, you know, Cad Bane does, does look really, really good. Um, the, the other recent toy item that so there's two that I will I pre-ordered a Wampa which I just got the email yesterday that it's it's shipping so that's exciting I should have it soon. Um, Woohoo! But I pre-ordered two other figures. Um, uh, geez, this was probably a it's got to be about a month ago now. Um, I believe it was a Target exclusive uh, Black Series six inch Ahsoka from the Siege of Mandalore. So it's her in the Siege of Mandalore outfit with the two blue lightsabers that Anakin gives her. Um, mm-hmm. so again, my buddy Greg shot, shot me and my friend Ben a text like, Hey, this is up. They're going to go quick. And I grabbed one. Cause I was like, you know what? I love siege of more siege of Mandalore, uh, Ahsoka. Like it's a, I, I just, I love that look. I love the blue lightsabers. It's, it's a great look. So, um, I have no idea when that's shipping. I haven't gotten a, a confirmation email that it's on its way. <laughs> I'll get it eventually. Um, and then I also did through hat. Well, I think I did actually get this one also through Hasbro Pulse. Um, no, no, no. I got it through Entertainment Earth because they were sold out on Hasbro Pulse. But the uh, the Dark Ray, which is, interestingly enough, made a few votes on our list for today. Yeah. Yeah, they've got a, the Dark Side Ray from the Vision, um, which I, I can't say I'm surprised this is being made into a figure. I will say I'm a little surprised it got made this soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, it's a... Um, it looks pretty cool. The, um, the Daisy Ridley likeness is incredible. Um, like the, the yeah. face sculpt is, is so good. I mean, and, and to be fair, right. These face sculpts are getting so much better. Um, yeah. So yeah, it just, it looks so good. And honestly, Jason, 
I was really surprised that this got made because again, like when I remember when I was younger growing up in the power of the force two line, mm-hmm. we were getting, you know, we were getting figures of background characters all the time, right? Like we got, you know, all so many of the characters from the cantina, we were getting every bounty hunter that stood on, on the bridge of the executor. I mean, we were getting everything at that time period. Um, so, you know, I mean, we got four or five different versions of Chewbacca for Pete's sake. This one's got snow on him. <laughs> this one has, right. right? Like it was just, it was crazy. Yeah. But again, you know, in the mid nineties, toys were still selling action. You know, kids were still playing with action figures in a way that it seems like they're just not today. Um, right. So something like dark Ray, I just would have never expected that being made. Cause it's like, it's something in the movie for all of five. I mean, the fact that they made a pop, you know, a pop version of it, Funko pop, like that doesn't surprise me, but the fact that we got a black series of it, I was just like, wow, that, that really shocked me. Like I, I was kind of surprised. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I feel like dark Ray was very underutilized in the movie. Um, you know, we know that they yeah. shot picture. They, they, JJ shot scenes of her sitting on the Sith throne. I don't know why we didn't get that in the movie. Um, I mean, she even tells Finn she saw that vision. Why didn't we see that vision? It makes no sense to me. Um, <laughs> but like, I wish they'd done a little bit more with it. But again, like as someone who, you know, Ray is, is in my top three characters and I have a Ray shelf in my Star Wars room. I was like, you got to have this on that shelf. It, it looks so good. So I was lucky enough to be able to, to grab one off of uh, Entertainment Earth. So nice. Great looking figure. Yeah. It it looks really good. Um, one look- thing I will... So what? Well, I was just say I look forward to posing it with the Rise of Skywalker Ray, like like they are in that mirror room. Nice, yeah, that'll be awesome. That'll be pretty cool. I can't wait to see that picture come come up. Um, one thing I will say I am excited about that I didn't realize was coming um, until I started, you know, looking over all the stuff that they announced. I I missed it apparently. Is the vintage line, the three and three quarter line? They've got um, Chirrut coming. Yes. Uh, which makes me very excited. Uh, but they've also got a Hondo coming. Now, granted, Hondo is from his appearance uh, at Black Spire um, and not from the Clone Wars. Um, but still, it's like a sort of uh, life-styled, not, not animated-styled um, Hondo Onaka. It still looks good and could pass for the animated version, but... Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, those two things kind of piqued my attention, you know, just looking through all the stuff today, you know, getting ready or getting ready for all that stuff. So I was just like, Oh, vintage collection, <laughs> uh, cheer it and vintage collection, Hondo Onaka. What? <laughs> and everybody knows my love of Hondo, Hondo Onaka, you know, he's kind of just the greatest. So <laughs> Um, so, you know, and, and like I said before, the vintage collection, the three and three quarter inch is my bread and butter collection. Um, but I've just been so disappointed with the, uh, the stuff that they've been putting out recently because I do like, you know, the higher quality ones with the, you know, all the articulation and stuff, um, that I haven't been getting a lot of them. And I've been focusing more on the black series six inch line instead um recently so when i you know seeing the the new stuff coming out for the the vintage line has 
has me very excited and very happy. So um, finally going to get a cheer it that's, you know, a, a decent uh, three and three quarter inch cheer it, uh, which probably means that Bayes isn't too far behind. Uh, Don't hold your breath. <laughs> hope, fingers crossed, you know. Um, and then, you know, just Hondo. That's another, you know, yeah. animated character that is now in the theme park and is now being made into a, a figure. So it's just really, really awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, they've got a six inch Hondo out now, right? The, the Galaxy, Galaxy's Edge version, right? Did you not know this? <laughs> No, I didn't. Oh yeah, he's in stores. Uh, I've not seen him I, in person, yeah. but yeah, yeah. There's a. It, I mean, it, it's it's this. It's a great looking oh, figure. Great looking figure. Um, I mean, is I'm, it like the uh, the Galaxy's Edge, um, you know, series stuff that's been put yes. out in Target and things yep. like that? Yep, exactly. Okay. So I I think it's the only Black Series six inch thing unique to that line. I could be wrong. Um, okay, but yeah. Uh, because I know, again, my buddy Greg has texted me a picture of it from the store and said, do you want this? But I just, I didn't want it. Um, I mean, he's a great looking figure. I'm not a, I mean, I like Hondo, but I'm not nuts about Hondo. Um, right. But it is a great looking figure. So be on the lookout for that, Jason, because I was surprised you, you didn't already have it. <laughs> uh, oh, I didn't. Um, didn't. Well, so two things that I'm, that I think look great from, from the new black series line as well. You know, here, I mean, we've got Mandalorian coming out in just a few more weeks, which is great. And did you see the armor figure? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. That is a gorgeous figure. Um, you know, our, our friend, Jim Capron, uh, Jim Urso, who's been on the show Mm. several times. Uh, he, I mean, Mandalorian is like second to only rogue one for him for like top star Wars. And he loves the armorer. So, and, and Jim rarely buys, uh, figures anymore. He told me, but he's like, I think I got to shell out for the armorer. And I was like, yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but I mean, this is a gorgeous figure. Yeah. This is one that also has, you know, a standard release version and a yes. Hasbro pulse exclusive. Right. So, Right. Um, I mean, either one looks amazing. It's the same figure. But, it's just what it comes. There's like extra packaging with the exclusive and the fact that you can say it's exclusive, but kind well, of like, what the, the extra stuff that comes with oh, the, I think it comes with all our tools, right? It comes with more tools. Um, and it, it comes with it. The standard one comes with, with, with a couple tools. The, um, exclusive one comes with the same tools, except the ends are red hot. Plus, it comes with uh, one where it looks like she's, you know, impacting uh, and a sort of unfinished helmet. So you can actually put it together like she's, you know, hammering the helmet out, you know, things like that. So that's cool. Yeah, that is pretty nifty. Um, But uh, that's that's the difference. So, okay, Yeah, that's again, that's one I didn't didn't bother pre-order. I mean, a lot of these things I, I just didn't bother pre-ordering cause it's like, I don't have the money right now. And right. you know, if it, and the, the thing that I've quickly learned, I mean, I actually fortunate enough to have a star Wars room, but even still, like I've got limited space. So I, I literally put a ton of things like into like a big plastic bin just a few weeks ago when I kind of redid my star Wars room. 
and most of them were black series things. And it's like, while these are gorgeous figures and display very nicely, I've got such limited space that I'm going to try to be a little more selective of what I get. Um, but like yeah. the armor is one, like, again, it, I'm sure, especially with like, especially if she's in season two, um, you know, I could see myself like going on the hunt for it again in a few months. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, it, it that's one for sure. And then the only other thing that I kind of wanted to bring up, uh, and I think this was, it wasn't there. I can't remember where it was exclusive to, but they did that return of the Jedi set. Um, do you know what that was an exclusive to? I don't know if it was. Don't remember. I don't either, but you know, you've got Luke and, um, you've got Luke and his return of the Jedi poncho with the helmet. Um, and then Han and Leia set up like they're at the bunker door. And then in the middle of the box set, you have, um, Paplu on the speeder bike. <laughs> um, <laughs> And it's nice. a great set. And I think, I think it was like 120 bucks or something. I mean, it, again, it was, it was a, it was a, a reasonable price considering how much this, the figures alone costs. But I was like, I'm not mm-hmm. going to buy that because I have nowhere to put it. Um, but they've also done individual releases of the return of the Jedi figures. now, So they're doing, you know, just Han and his, um, you know, duster trench coat from return of the Jedi, Luke and his poncho and Leia and her poncho all separately. I am really mm-hmm. tempted to get the Han because I don't have any good versions of the the Endor version of Han in my collection. So that's they that, that all is look what I am really good. They do. They all look great, but that's the one I'm most tempted to get just to to add to the Han Solo shelf. And I might get the the Luke um, because then you've got Endor Luke plus you take the Poncho off and it's just you yeah. know from the duel. So and I don't have the Return of the Jedi uh, Black Series figure yet. Um, so yeah. you know. They are also selling Paplu separate as a six, you know, a, a black series figure, but not with the speeder bike. Right. So the speeder bike is only exclusive to that set. So yes. that's why that's a a special thing. I will say that's one thing I lucked out on years ago when they did the the biker scout black series with the you know the bike. I mean, mm-hmm. I, when it came out, I think it was like I want to say forty five bucks. Something like that. Yeah, 45 or 50. I remember getting it at Target, though, because it was one of those things that just sat on the shelves for months. I got it for 12 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you're telling me that. You're yeah, like, and- you'll never guess what I just got. And I was like, <laughs> what? And you like, you showed it to me and you're like, you'll never guess how much I paid for it. And I was like, 20 bucks? 12. What? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, oh, it's you were a, very proud of yourself that day. Be- yeah. I, it's a beautiful piece. I still love it. It's still like in a very prominent position in my star Wars room. Um, just, I love the biker scout look and that, and that speeder bike. Um, but yeah, I mean, just so those were the things I wanted to hit on. Um, I don't know if there was anything else you wanted to hit on from, from the, the list. Um, not particularly other than to say, uh, they've also got a bunch of different clone wars, clone troopers coming out in both the vintage line and the, uh, six inch black series line um i know for sure for the vintage line they've got uh fives and wolf and captain rex mm-hmm. uh, i think i've seen wolf in stores already yeah i think uh, he is out so uh so yeah you know if you're a clone uh collector keep an eye out for those i will probably pick up uh rex at some point just because i'm a fan of the character so much not so much you know a general fan of clones but i'm just a fan of captain rex um so i might pick that up but yeah there's a there's a lot of clone wars clone troopers that are coming out um as well so it seems like they've gotten 
around to hitting the Clone Wars up in these lines recently. So, uh, which can only mean that maybe we've got more. Hopefully, we've got more coming down the pipe, yeah. uh, and there's still hope for your Embo. Um, <laughs> oh God, I'm, I'll take him black black suit. It's like a three and three quarter vintage line. I don't care. Um, I'll eat him up. Uh, that did. Yeah. I've, I've always liked fives. I've really, I really like Rex, you know, but again, these are just like figures. It's like, I don't know. I know like they look great, but they'll probably end up in a, in a bin. So mm-hmm. I will say they're, they are doing a, a six inch black series of the phase one clone trooper right now as well. That's up for pre-order. That's my favorite yeah. version of the clone trooper. I love the phase one helmet. It's just my, mm-hmm. just so sleek and beautiful looking um, mine too yeah so again i i'm not going to pre-order it but i'm hoping that eventually in a few months i'll just see again see it out in the stores this is the sad thing you know and, and i don't mean to again be like this but it's really tough to find these things in stores usually like um yeah that's just been my experience over the years um you know it again my buddy greg he is he should be an official star wars action figure bounty hunter because he does he he loves the hunt like he go he hits the streets he takes his he takes his younger son and and they have a great time with it um so greg has had a lot more luck than i have and and i'm i'm lucky to have him as a buddy because he's kind enough to something i really want and he sees it grab it and i just you know give him the money um but uh yeah um it's uh it's tough to find him out there that's the thing a lot of times you're just you, you end up getting stuck having to order them online um, yeah, which again, that's fine. Like if something you really want, it's better to get it from somewhere than not be able to get it at all. But, um, again, I just, uh, this is just me waxing nostalgic at the moment, but I just, I loved and, and really do still miss that feeling of just walking into the aisle and just seeing it just chock full of those, those figures hanging on the pegs. And you're just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. I just remember, I still distinctly remember, uh, going to Toys R Us, um, it must've been like, you know, August or something of 1999 and just walking around the corner to the star Wars section and just seeing essentially a wall of all just star Wars, everything, you know, they had the queen, Roy- queen's Royal starship. There was the Famba, every single action figure that I could possibly imagine. You know, I just, I, I nearly passed out, you know, <laughs> I still remember that. Um, but, uh, you know, Ugh. Yeah, and, I now have Famba. Yeah. I have that Famba now, so I'm very excited about that. <laughs> but I still don't have the Queen's Royal Starship. It's three hundred, two hundred fifty dollars. You know, if I ever want to buy it off somebody online, yeah. I'm not paying that much for it. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I know there are a lot of local comic shops you can go into that have big toy sections, and and they are chock full of Star Wars figures still hanging on the pegs, and that is really cool. I don't know why. I don't know if you've had this experience, Jason, but there's just something different about like going into your run of the mill store and, and seeing them there. Um, it's just, I don't know yeah. why it, it's still an exciting feeling to go into a comic store and see a bunch of them there. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just a different thrill. It's like, oh, I got to run to target today to get, you know, like some undershirts, a few things of groceries. And like, I'm going to look at the toy section. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I always swing by the toy section, even if I'm just going in for one item. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, same here. And and luckily, uh, my partner is she's wonderful about coming with me. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, I think that's gonna. I think that'll do it for us on this kind of topsy turvy, goofy catch up episode. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, I don't just sort of a 
fun little, hey, let's catch up and talk about this stuff and, you know, you know, start wishing about what we want to fill our collections with that we may or may not actually, you know, be able to get. So, you know, because <laughs> yeah. money or space or both. Um, <laughs> <laughs> such is the curse of every Star Wars collector. Right. Uh, yeah. And, you know, obviously uh, any of you listening, you know, if, if there's if you've pre-ordered something that you're excited about or you're just excited about any particular figure or figures that are coming out, you know, let us know, you know, or especially if you if you're grabbing some of them and you want to send us a picture of what you got, like, I'd love to see it. Oh, and I I've seen uh, who is it? Um, Leia, my hero on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Making some fantastic dioramas. Making some great dioramas. Yeah. She, uh, you just retreated one. Was it today? I think yesterday. Yeah. She did one from Phantom Menace. And with, you know, the Anakin confrontation with Sebulba and Jar Jar. And she's got the Vader shadow painted behind little boy Anakin. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. I actually, I shot her a message because we met her at, uh, at Celebration Chicago last year. Just Mm -hmm. lovely, lovely person. And, um, you know, I was like, how did you do this? And and she sent me a link of like what she used. And Jason, I just don't, I don't have a creative bone in my body for those sorts of things. <laughs> like I wish so bad that I did. The thing is, is, as soon as this pandemic is finally under control, I can't wait to get over to my friend Ben's house. Cause he and his, his son, his oldest son is so good at building these sorts of things. Like I know his son could build me this stuff and I would love to display it, but I, w- I would love to just like watch him do it. Cause I just don't have that sort of ability myself. Right. Walk me through this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and by walk me through it, I mean, can you just do it for me and I'll watch. <laughs> right. I'll document it. I was that guy um, in the group project. Apparently <laughs> 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 I'll be happy to present it and talk to everybody in front of everyone, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> right. Exactly. I can sell it. You just make it. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh. Um, but Jason, yeah, next week though, I am so excited for next week's episode. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, and this was not hard to convince you at all, for whatever no. reason, I have just been falling so hard in love all over again with episode two attack of the clones. I have watched that movie four times in the past two weeks. Um, (laughs) And I love it. I love it so, so, so much. Um, And I, I, cause we, we had something else planned for next week, but we just kind of bumped it. And I was like, Jason, could we bump what we were going to do and talk about attack of the clones? And you said, you don't have to ask twice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly. That, you never have to ask me twice if you want to talk Attack of the Clones. It's it's not it's not a problem at yeah. all. I will do. I will drop everything to talk Attack of the Clones. <laughs> so I am. I am. I have been doing all sorts of research on how Episode Two came to be, how it was created, some of the writing process that George did. I'm so excited to share next week some of the research I've been doing with all of you. Um, it's going to be kind of a. a a different kind of Wampusler episode next week, uh, a little bit more in depth than we've done as of late. Uh, I've mm-hmm. got, I've got video clips to share with George and some of the cast. Like I'm so excited to just talk about the, the hot miss that to me is just hot of attack of the clones. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And I'm so excited to be along with that one. I'm so, Oh, I'm super excited about attack of the clones talk. Yes. Um, yes. <sighs> 
So if you are an Attack of the Clones fan, you, you got to be here next week. You just got to be. Even if you're not, you better be here next week because you're going to learn something. <laughs> yeah, uh, hopefully. So, and um, maybe just appreciate it a little bit more. Yes. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, so like we said at the top of the show, don't forget if you want to be part of the Wampus Lair book club, head over to patreon.com slash Wampus Lair to, to get enrolled with that. Um, again, we're going to be sharing more about it in social media as well as the Star Wars Reads October book giveaway with the Clone Wars book. So, um, if for whatever reason you're confused by any of the information, cause we did hit you know, with a lot towards the top of the show. If you just have any questions about any of it, just shoot us a message. You can, you know, you can shoot us one on Twitter, on Facebook. Um, eh, maybe not Facebook. I rarely use it. Um, but definitely <laughs> Twitter or, or Instagram. I'm loving using Instagram. So. Yeah. Or you can always send us an email, but we'll give you that in a sec. Yes. Uh, because we've got a poll for no, not a poll, a matchup, a matchup for next week. Yes. Um, so, Carl, we are pitting two bounty hunters against each other. Who are we squaring off well, next we, week? We had to get an Attack of the Clones character in there. So we've got the infamous template of the very clone army of the Galactic Republic. Django Fett. Taking- Jungle! Django <laughs> Fett is right off! Yes, exactly. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I just interrupted Carl with that. <laughs> I think I broke Carl. <laughs> patience, voice, Roy. Patience. She will die. She will die. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> anyway, so we have Django Fett taking taking on everyone's new beloved protector of the child, Dinda Jaren. The Mandalorian himself. Yes. So we got Django versus Din. Who's going to win? That, <laughs> un- that unintentionally rhymed, and I'm here for it. So, uh, <laughs> Carl, um, if people want to weigh in on the matchup for next week or, you know, follow up on any of the other, you know, information that we've put out this episode, where can they do that, sir? Uh, like I said, we're on Twitter at Wampas Lair, uh, Facebook. Uh, Wampuslair podcast. You can email us at wampuslairpodcast at gmail.com. We are on Instagram at the Wampuslair, and we also are on Patreon, patreon.com slash Wampuslair. Yes, we're, we're going to get that back up and running and make sure we're getting stuff to you, our supporters. So uh, thank you for sticking around with us as we figure out what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anything else about Carl? Uh, no, I think. I think that's going to do it for me. I just can't wait to get into the Attack of the Clones next week. Oh, it's going to be so good. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening to this episode of the Wampus Lair Podcast. It's been episode number 398. Check your toy pulse. Please stick around for the next episode of the uh, Star Wars radio drama right after this. For Carl, I'm Jason, and we'll see you next time here in the Wampus Lair. Star Wars, Episode 9, Rogues, Rebels, and Robots.
long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, there came a time of revolution when rebels united to challenge a tyrannical empire. In the rebellion's most desperate crisis, plans for the empire's mightiest weapon, the Death Star, were stolen by rebel agents and placed in the memory banks of the astro-droid R2-D2. R2 and his interpreter counterpart, C-3PO, are now under the protection of a young farmer, Luke Skywalker, and the veteran Jedi Knight, Ben Kenobi. In hopes of delivering the droids into rebel hands on the planet Alderaan, Luke and Ben have hired two reckless smugglers, Han Solo and his co-pilot Chewbacca, along with their starship, the Millennium Falcon. Having fought her way past an Imperial blockade, the Falcon is now en route via hyperspace for Alderaan. Her passengers and crew unaware that the Empire is already moving against the Rebel Alliance with all the power at its command. Ah, that brief shock was the jump to light speed. I think we can unfasten our safety belts now, Luke. <laughs> Fine with me. We talk about a wild ride between those Imperial cruisers blazing away at us and Han's crazy piloting. I never thought we'd make it. <laughs> Captain Solo's flying may be rather on the daredevil side, but I would say that we owe our lives to it. Not many pilots or starships can make their way through an Imperial Starfleet blockade. I can see where his renown as a smuggler had its source. But it reminded me just why I hate space travel. <laughs> Might I unbuckle too, please, Master Luke? Sure, go ahead. Oh, and Arthur would like to know if you can let go of the bulkhead. Oh, yeah, 3PO. This trip's going to take a little while. How is R2? He says he's quite in order, Master Luke. Thank you. Good. He's sure been through enough in the last couple of days. So have we all, if I might say so. <laughs> but what's he saying now? Oh, he's just pointed out that there is a recharging unit over here. Might I suggest that he and I avail ourselves of it? That's a good idea. We can't foresee how long it will be before another opportunity presents itself. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, 3PO, you and R2 go to it. Thank you, sir. Boy, will you just look at the garbage in this compartment? <laughs> Shipping containers, spare parts, empty crates, and just plain old junk all over the place. Some starship. Now, this is a working freighter, Luke, even if her activities are rather on the shady side. Independent captains like Solo run their ships to suit themselves, and they live as they see fit. But I'll tell you this. For all the clutter, the Millennium Falcon is in excellent shape and far faster than she was when she was built. Solo wasn't exaggerating about those modifications he's made on her. You know what I was surprised to find back at the crew quarters? That holographic game board. I wouldn't have expected Han to be the kind of play. Yeah, spaces fill the hours they spend in transit in a surprising variety of ways, Luke. But the fact that a rough-and-ready fellow like Solo chooses such a pastime does indicate another side to him. Yeah, but who does he play against? The machine? Or against his first mate, Chewbacca, in all likelihood. Oh, the Wookiee. Well, games of skill and thought aren't restricted to human beings and machines, Luke. But don't let Chewbacca's great size and fierce appearance fool you. Wookiees are a species with great adaptability, and they're quick to learn. I guess you're right, but there's no other crew, just Han and Chewbacca? Their arrangement seems to work well enough for them. Captain pilot and first mate co-pilot. Now, they strike me as a very competent pair for all their brashness. As long as they get us to Alderaan, they suit our needs. Yeah, for 17000 Their price is insignificant, loot. Things are coming to a crucial juncture in the war of rebel against empire. 
You know, it's still hard for me to believe that a princess of the royal house of Alderaan and her father could both be members of the Rebel Alliance. I think it's best to leave that subject for now, Luke, for a more guarded place and time. Really? You think Han is... Uh, Captain Solo's loyalties obviously lie more with himself than with the Empire, but it's better not to test that by letting him know just what he's carrying in the form of R2. The jump to light speed came off without a hitch, Jensen droids. Hey... What are those two doing at the tech station? The droids are merely recharging, Captain. Well, make sure they don't mess with anything. Me and Chewie are going to repair a little minor damage we did blasting at a Mose Eisley. And make sure we're not being followed. So make yourselves comfortable and we'll have you in Alderaan before you're through dusting the Tatooine sand off you. Thank you. Well, I guess I'll take a look around. I've never been aboard a starship before, but I sure thought about it enough. Uh, perhaps a little later, Luke. For now, there are other more important things for us to do. I don't know what our mission will bring or what we'll encounter on Alderaan, but it's best we begin your training. Right now? I mean, here? Well, didn't you tell me you wanted to be instructed in the ways of the Force in order to become a Jedi Knight like your father was? Well, yes, of course, but I... Well, the way of the Jedi is a lifelong education, Luke. I began learning it when I was younger than you. I have achieved a certain mastery and... Yet I am no less a pupil for all of that, even now. Darth Vader was a pupil of yours, wasn't he? The one who killed my father and betrayed the Jedi? Darth Vader began as my pupil, yes. Tell me about him, Ben. I want to know who he is and why he went over to the dark side of the Force. I want to face him and tell him whose son I am. If you wish to be a Jedi, you will have to put aside your desire for revenge. But he... Anger and hatred, yes, and fear, too. Now, these can help you draw power from the Force, but only from its dark side. And the dark side of the Force exacts a terrible price from those whom it seduces. But can't you tell me about him? I, I want to know who he is and why he gave in to the dark side. Luke, Luke, you're reaching far ahead of yourself. The workings of the Force aren't always so direct. Well, I don't mean to sound like I'm impatient, Ben. I'm grateful that you cared enough about me to watch over me and to teach me. Yes. I haven't had a pupil since before the dark times, before the Empire all but exterminated the Jedi. And there were many times since when I thought I would never teach another and I feared the way of the Jedi would die out. You mean there are no other Jedi? No, we are not altogether alone in the galaxy, you and I, but I doubt that we can count on help from others of our kind. Our kind? Well, where do we begin? When the Jedi were guardians of peace and justice back in the days of the Old Republic, an initiate would begin by spending a great deal of time in contemplation, learning to open himself to the Force. Yes. But this is a different day with its own urgencies. Now, Luke, take your father's lightsaber in your hand. Well, how do I hold the grip? Watch. Emulate me. Okay. Hold the grip so so that the blade, when it comes into existence, will be high and ready. Yes. Ben, how did you do that quick draw on the cantina when you cut those two killers down? I mean, I never saw anybody move so fast. Basics first, Luke. You must... Crawl before I run? <laughs> Just so. Good. Now, take up this stance. Like, like this? That's it. Now watch me. I push this button in the grip of the lightsaber to activate it. Energy is liberated, and the blade comes into existence, you see? Now, from this basic position, 
you can launch into any movement of the blade. In attack or defense, advance or withdraw. Now, you try Okay, let's see. No, 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 bring your feet together. Too wide a stance robs you of speed and agility. That's better. Can you feel your center of balance? Feels pretty good. I watch, and I shall demonstrate the basic drill. From the ready position into the first defensive posture. And the second, third, fourth. Continuing the circular motion with a sweep of the blade like so. And back again into the ready position. You see? I think so. Can I try it? <laughs> Very well, but carefully. Never forget a lightsaber blade will cut through anything it contacts. Anything. Right. Now, your blade. Boy, this lightsaber feels kind of like it's alive. It is, in a way, through you. Ready? First defensive posture. And the second. Now, it requires a deeper step forward, Luke. The third. No, 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 no. Keep your blade higher. That's right. And into the fourth. Now bring it all the way round. A parry must be a full movement. Look, it's a lot harder than you make it look. Learning to use a lightsaber properly is a long, meticulous process. Still, you haven't begun all that badly. I can see you inherited your father's dexterity and coordination. Yeah, but I'm not sure I can get the hang of it. I mean, at least not soon enough to make it useful. I know how to use a blaster pretty well from survival school back home. Maybe I'd better stick with that. One can do things with a lightsaber that cannot be done with a mere firearm, Luke. But more than that, the lightsaber is a discipline for the mind and a schooling for the body and spirit. It's one of the ways in which a Jedi contacts the Force. Hmm, well... It's just that it's not like anything I ever tried before. Let me go through that drill again. Uh, in, in a moment, Luke. I have a feeling we may need our every resource when we reach Alderaan. I have it in mind to accelerate your training by opening you to the Force. How? By building your trust in it and in yourself. A great part of a Jedi's power is derived from the Force by a firm conviction, a trust. Well, I'll try whatever you want me to, Ben. What do I do? Simply believe. I'm going to help you. I'll be your guide and your intermediary. Now, I'm going to stand here behind you. I want you to listen to my voice and empty your mind of everything else. Yes. Focus on my voice and concentrate on the open area of the deck where you will try the drill once more. Yes. Envision yourself going through the drill. Don't move, but feel the shape the sequence, how your arms and legs will move, how nerves and muscles will cooperate. Try to make the sensations as real as you can. The wide rotary motions of the lightsaber, the placement of your feet and where your center of balance will be. Now, activate your blade. Good. Now open yourself and create the flow of those movements in your mind. Let the pattern carry your mind along. How does it feel? Like I can do it automatically, without thinking. Well, not that exactly, more like that I don't have to worry, like something will move me through the drill. That's fine, Luke. Hold that thought and focus on the drill. Don't worry about speed, don't worry about indecision, don't worry about anything. 
Feel the life of the lightsaber in your hands and anticipate the flow of it. And when you feel that you're ready, begin. First defensive posture. That's right. Second. Good, Luke. And the third. Very good. Into the fourth. Exactly. And back around to the ready position. Well done, Luke. How did it feel? It felt so natural. I wasn't thinking about it, really. The drill just carried me along. And so it should. You have a strong aptitude, Luke, a powerful affinity for the Force. What do you say to some more practice? Yes, I'd like that very much. Excellent. Now again, take up the ready position and feel the flow of the events to come. And the sixth. Now into the seventh attack position. Pivot and parry. Fine. I think you should take another short rest, Luke. We've been at this for quite some time now. But I don't feel tired. I feel like I could do this forever. Oh, then take pity on your elder's son. I could use a respite myself. Ah, here's Chewbacca. How are the repairs going? What did he say? He and Captain Solo repaired all the damage. He says there's time before we reach Alderaan for a quick match at the holographic game board back in the crew quarters. I'm sorry, Chewbacca, but Luke and I have other work to do. Go be quiet, Artu, and stop boasting. What's he want, 3PO? Well, Master Luke, he claims to have been programmed to play a competent hollow game when he was assigned as a maintenance droid at a one-man refueling station in order to provide a diversion for the attendant. Why don't you play R2, Chewie? Sounds like you're on, R2. I do hope you know what you're doing, R2. But a change. Uh, you'd better leave Chewbacca plenty of room back there, 3 p.m. I quite agree, sir. Now, how about a practice duel, Ben? If we took it real slowly and I'll be careful... Uh, could... I don't think you're quite ready for that yet, Luke. But though you could use more advanced practice at this point. Hmm. I noticed that Captain Solo wears his blaster in a fast draw holster. Right. He must keep a remote around for target practice. I wonder where he's... Ah, here we are. Have you ever used one of these little remote target globes before, Luke? Uh, once or twice. I'm resetting it. It will maneuver in the air, darting back and forth, and fire harmless sting bursts at you. Uh -huh. uh, they're a bit painful, but not dangerous. I want you to try and block them with your lightsaber. Okay. When I release the remote into the air, it will commence an attack. Ready? Ready. <laughs> Not as much as a real enemy would, I assure you. I've set the remote to attack so long as your lightsaber blade is activated. Now continue, Luke. You must reach out and make contact with the Force to anticipate the attack so that... Ben? Ben? Are you all right? Here, sit down. Now, what's wrong? I felt a great disturbance in the Force as if millions of voices cried out in terror and were suddenly silenced, as if an entire world had died in an instant. I fear that something terrible has happened. Well, is there anything I can do? No, no, I'll, I'll be all right. Well, you can forget your troubles. We'll be at Alderaan pretty soon. I told you I could outrun those imperial slugs. Hey, 
Don't everybody thank me at once. I see Chewie found himself an opponent. Your little droid's not bad at that game. You'd better watch out, he might win. What would I tell you, Chewie? It was a trap. Oh, made a fair move, Chewbacca. If you fell for it, that is your fault. Screaming about it won't help you. You'd better let Chewie have his way. It's not wise to upset a Wookiee. But, sir, nobody worries about upsetting a droid. Well, that's because droids don't pull people's arms out of their sockets when they lose. Wookiees are known to do that. I see you, Quinson. Might I suggest a new strategy, Otto? Let the Wookiee win. Ben, are you feeling any better? Yes. Let's continue with your drill, Luke. Saber ready? Ready. Remember, a Jedi can feel the Force flowing through him. You mean it controls your actions? Partially, but it also obeys your commands. Careful now. <laughs> Hokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster at your side, kid. You don't believe in the Force, do you, Han? Kid, I've been from one side of this galaxy to the other. I've seen a lot of strange stuff, but I've never seen anything to make me believe there's one all-powerful Force controlling everything. <laughs> there's no mystical energy field controlling my destiny. Then what does? Who knows? Look, this stuff you're telling him, it's all a lot of simple tricks and nonsense. I suggest you try again, Luke. Here, we'll try it with you wearing this flight helmet. Now lower its blast shield into place. Now this time, let go of your conscious self and act on instinct. But with this blast shield down like this, I can't even see. How am I supposed to fight the remote? Your eyes can deceive you. Don't trust them. <laughs> Gonna try for two sore legs, huh, kid? Now let's try again, Luke. Seat <laughs> 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 of the pants, huh? You're doing great, kid. Again, Luke. Listen to my voice and trust me. Reach out with your feelings. <laughs> yeah, but going against remotes is one thing. Going against the living, that's something else. You see, Luke, you can do it. You parried all three shots by trusting your feelings. Oh, uh, yeah? Well, I call it luck. In my experience, Captain Solo, there is no such thing as mere luck. It's as good a faith as any old man. Luck and money. Ah, yes, wealth. I'd forgotten how important that is to you. Well, don't knock it. If me and Chewie weren't hard up for it, you two and the droids would still be playing tag with the stormtroopers back on Tatooine. As it is, you get where you want to go, and we clear our debts. <laughs> You're quite a paradox, Captain Solo. You prize above everything else the cardinal freedom of star travel, yet you are held back from it by something as trifling as money. <laughs> Come to think of it, there are entire worlds in just that same predicament. <laughs> you said it, Chewie. So money's trifling, huh? Well, just you try getting along without any. Oh, but I do. Huh? Have you ever seen a credit come into or leave my hand? I haven't had any and haven't missed it in, oh, quite some years now. And wanted for nothing. No, well... <laughs> well, all right, so the kid there paid your way, but you wouldn't have gotten any place if he hadn't come up with the cash. Well, perhaps I'm, uh, lucky? <laughs> what am I doing arguing with an old coot like you? You haven't even got the price of a meal. <laughs> anyway, we're coming up on all the rand. You measure your freedom in this life in cash, old man. If you've got enough, you can go as far and as fast as you want. 
Come on, Chewie. Uh, Captain Solo. Even the universe itself is curved, my friend. If you run far enough and fast enough, you end up right where you began. Now, just hold on there. <laughs> all right, all right, Chewie, I'm coming. Should have known better than to argue with a crazy old yeah, Don't pay any attention to him, Ben. All the money in the Empire wouldn't stop me from helping you deliver the droids and doing whatever I can for Princess Leia. I know that, Luke. I have great confidence in you. You know... I really did feel something during that lightsaber drill. I could almost see what the remote was going to do. That's good. You have taken your first step into a larger world. Anything I hate, it's being saddled with a dewy-eyed idealist. They're trouble, Chewie. Oh, yes, they are that bad. They're hot, too. You saw how badly those Imperial cruisers wanted us. What are you, getting soft in your old age? Maybe we should quit the smuggling business and open a soup kitchen. Okay, all right, calm down. The Navi computer says we're about ready to revert to normal space. Stand by. Here we go. Cutting in sublight engines. Good. Now we can... What the flaming flying? Oh, oh, we've come out of hyperspace into some kind of meteor shower. Sky's full of them. Increased power to deflector shields. Maybe there was an asteroid collision, only it's not on any of the charts. What's going on? We stopped to pick up a load of gravel. What else? There shouldn't be any navigational hazards this near Alderaan. Our position is correct, only no Alderaan. What do you mean? Where is it? That's what I'm trying to tell you, kid. It ain't there. What? I think it's been totally blown away. How could that be? Destroyed by the Empire. I should have realized it when I felt it earlier. An entire Starfleet couldn't destroy a whole planet. It'd take a thousand ships with more firepower than What's I... that line on the console? There's another ship closing on us. Well, maybe they know what happened to Alderaan. It's an Imperial fighter. What makes you so sure? Sensors don't have a clear idea. It's firing on us. There it goes. TIE fighter, right enough. Good guess, old man. It must have followed us from Tatooine. No, it's a short-range fighter. But there aren't any bases around here. Where'd it come from? Well, maybe it wandered away from a convoy. Look, you're leaving in a big hurry. If that pilot identifies us, we're in big trouble. Not if I can help it. Chewie, jam his transmission. It would be as well to let it go. It's too far out of range. Not for long. You may think you know everything, old man, but you got a lot to learn about the Millennium Falcon. Chewie! Switch weapon systems over to sensor gun lock. Let me know when we've got him ranged. A couple of salvos and our worries will be over. His <laughs> too. He's headed for that small moon. Yeah, but we're gaining. I think we can back him before he gets there. We're almost in range. That's no moon. That's a space station. What? You're even crazier than I thought. Look at the size of it. It's way too big to be a space station. Oh, boy. Ben, you're right. I have a very bad feeling about this. Right, so you get those two. Turn the ship around. Yeah. I think you're right. Full reverse. Chewie, lock in auxiliary power. Chewie, I said lock in auxiliary power. It's too late. Why are we still moving towards it? The Falcon's not answering your helm. Whatever that thing is out there, it's got us caught in a tractor beam and it's hauling us in. Well, do something. Kid, there's nothing I can do against a beam with that much juice. I'm on full power now. Gonna have to shut down or I'll melt the engines. Chewie, full deflector shields, angle them forward. 
Never get me without a fight. But you can't win. No, but I can shorten a few Imperial careers. There are alternatives to fighting, though. Huh? Alternatives that might mean survival. All right, you got yourself an audience. What's the scheme? You're a smuggler, are you not? Along with speed, your speciality is concealment. Let us take advantage of that. Yeah, but Jettison how... some escape pods before we come into sensor range of that station. And prepare to make an entry in the ship's log. Luke? Yes, sir. Get the droids. Hurry, there's little time left. Right. If you're planning what I think you are and we pull it off, <laughs> I'll give you half fare on your next ride. I only hope this works. Well, if it doesn't, they'll let us know at the firing squad. In the grip of the Empire's awesome Death Star, the Millennium Falcon and her passengers and crew are drawn into the center of the web of galactic events. There, the Princess Leia Organa is held captive, awaiting her execution. And there, too, waits Darth Vader. Luke Skywalker is soon to meet the woman whose image has summoned him across light years of space and the enemy whose destiny was tied to his own before his birth. Star Wars, Episode 9 by Brian Daly. Based on characters and situations created by George Lucas. Featured in the cast were Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, Anthony Daniels as C-3PO, Bernard Barons as Ben Kenobi, and Perry King as Han Solo. The series was directed by John Madden, with sound mixing and post-production by Tom Vigley. Music by John Williams. Sound design for Lucasfilm by Ben Burt. Story editor for the series was Lindsay Smith. Casting and production coordination by Mel Saar. Executive producer was Richard Toskin. Executive producer for Lucasfilm was Carol Teitelman. <laughs>